Hey, hey, everyone. It's Allison Katzkowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope that wherever you are, you're having a fabulous Tuesday morning. And so today, being that it is the third Tuesday of February, we are continuing our month-long focus on energy and metabolism. And today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, and that is energy eating. What exactly is it? How do you do it? And what are some really good sources, really good food ideas that you can have to help make sure that your energy levels are where you want them to be. Because I think this is a subject that really confuses a lot of people. And with all of the information that's out there on how to eat, all the different programs and diet plans and strategies and what have you, everything that's out there makes it really easy to know exactly just what are the basic steps that you need to do. And I want, before I give you, before I go into any of that, I just want to stress that probably the most important plan that you can do for yourself with respect to energy eating is you have to know what's going to work for your body. And so many people want to do what everyone else is doing because they see that everyone else is getting results. And so before I give you any of that information, I just want to remind you to always be mindful of what your body is telling you. Um, Part of following the eating plan that works for you is learning literally to be a detective. Um, because at the end of the day, what we eat is basically just information for our bodies. And sometimes it'll give us good information and sometimes it will give us the information that we don't want necessarily. But at the end of the day, we all need to learn to be detectives when it comes to how we're feeling, how we're feeling in the moment, what reactions we're having and these types of things, because these can almost always lead us in a better, onto a better course of action. So... Before I get into energy eating today, let me just kind of recap where we've been so far. Um, Obviously, energy drives everything that we do. It drives the decisions we make, the choices we make, the self-care behaviors that we do on a daily basis or weekly basis. And it literally really does start with what we eat because what we eat, basically food is made of calories, okay? And all calories are units of energy. And what we eat, as far as our energy goes, all traces back to our metabolism. So that two are definitely connected. Um, We started off the month on looking at activities that you can do to help boost your metabolism and how that can help give you energy. And then last week, we looked at strategies and tips and ideas as to what we can do to keep our metabolism working optimally as we get older, because this is something that will happen to all of us at some point. And so I thought today it would be a logical place to go to to take a better look at exactly what energy eating is, give you some, hopefully, some practical strategies that you can follow, and also give you some examples of what are really good, what's called energy foods. So that's where we're going today. And I think with what the way society really dictates how we live, I mean, for the most part, the, the society that we live in really forces us to make choices. And for so many of us, I see this every day in the clients that I work with and the people that I talk with in the community, is that I see this, the world that we live in forces us to live at a very fast pace. And sometimes that leaves us feeling tired and stressed and really energy depleted. And all of this contributes to our energy levels being all over the place. And throughout the day, you may notice in your own body how your energy is up for part of the day and then down for part of the day. And that does relate to the behaviors and the choices that we make every day. And really what we eat is one of those choices when it comes down to it. And so what I want you to keep in mind with respect to energy eating um, is that it 
everything that we eat should strive to fuel us and help us engage our minds and our bodies to do what's right for us. It's not necessarily about how much we can do. It's not about the to-do list. It's not about making sure that we're always busy. Um, And for a lot of us, that in turn energizes us too, is having a full calendar or having, you know, a list that, that we do and we complete at the end of the day, that that actually helps energize us. But none of that happens unless we properly feed our bodies. And that's where I'm going today. So what I want to do is give you five easy strategies, hopefully that you can apply to whatever you're doing as far as how you eat. Um, And before I do any of that, I just want to stress that if you're already on an eating plan of some type, whether you're doing keto or whether you're doing any type of fasting, whether that's intermittent fasting or five to two fasting, or maybe you're on a little bit more extreme plan than that, you know, I, I just want to point out that I'm not trying to be overly critical of the other plans that are out there. But I do, what I do want to remind you of is that it is important that you find the plan that works for you. And sometimes when we step back and we take a look at what some of these, some of these diet plans are asking us to do, is it really is difficult to be able to maintain that you know, over your life, over your lifespan, and basically to fit the lifestyle that you live and the lifestyle that you want. Um, and this is what really drives so much of people getting on and off of what I like to call the diet wagon. You know, people are on a plan for a while and then they're off of it and then they're back on it. And they wonder why their energy levels are all over the place and really why they start out maybe seeing results, but then they stop seeing results. Or maybe they find themselves right back to where they started. And most of that lies in simply just being consistent with basic principles. And that's what we teach here at CU Fitness. We teach basic energy eating principles along with fitness and self-care strategies to help you live the best life for you. Because it is about having the right plan that works for you. And the plan that works for you may not necessarily work for the next person or for a friend of yours, just like whatever someone else is doing may not necessarily work for you in the best way either. So I just ask that you keep an open mind and that you, again, be a detective, learn to recognize uh, when you eat and when you feel good, when you don't feel so good, and learn to ask questions and be curious, because this is where we can often fine-tune what it is that we're doing to actually work for us better. So let me get into the five. Well, these are really just basic, easy strategies, basic, easy overall tips, just to keep in mind with whatever eating plan that you're following. Um, I talk to people almost every day who don't eat breakfast. And I talk to people almost every day who really don't eat dinner because the way that they eat to fuel their bodies just functions different around their calendar. And so that's probably one of the biggest pieces that I want you to take away today is that, you know, if you're struggling with this is to take a long, hard look at your day and your calendar And be mindful of what times of day you're actually hungry, what times of day makes sense for you to eat. Because timing when you eat is probably just as important as actually what you eat. And we're conditioned in our society to eat three square meals. I know I was brought up eating three meals. And, you know, I was a competitive swimmer from, you know, I started when I was nine years old and, and swam, you know, through school. And my sisters and my brother, we all did, we, we all were not swimmers, but we were all fairly active. And so we were all on, for the most part, different eating schedules. 
And so I think it's important to know what's going to really work for your body, what's going to work for your schedule, and what's going to work for your life because you're much more likely to stick with it um, than to cycle on and off like, you know, you're playing some kind of game. And I think today people want to lose weight either quickly, they want results quickly, and then we wonder why so many people have such a hard time sticking with a plan for the long term. So anyway, with that said, let's get into the five easy strategies that I want to share with you today. And then I want to share with you just kind of a short list of what I consider to be really good choices for energy eating, you know, actual food items themselves. So the first strategy is obviously to eat regularly. And this really isn't rocket science to to any of us. Some of us are some of us believe the concept to eat five small meals a day, five to six small meals a day. And some of us think in terms of eating three meals and two snacks. Some of us think in terms of eating snacks all day. The point is, is that you eat regularly. One of the biggest contributors to our metabolism is actually what we eat. Food has what we call a thermogenic effect on your metabolism. And what that means is it contributes to your metabolism actually working and working at a functional level and an optimal level. And that normally means that we have to eat regularly and eat often. Now, for some of us, that may be eating every two or three hours. For some of us, it may be eating, you know, every four to five hours. If you're fasting regularly, then you know the most common way to approach fasting is to eat within an eight-hour window and then not eat for 16 hours. And that may or may not work for you, depending on what your lifestyle is. So I think it's just important to understand that eating you know, not eating often can actually hurt your metabolism rather than help it. And when I talk to people who are really overweight, people who are, you know, grade one, grade two obese, or people who just do not move a whole lot, they never say that they're really hungry. And that's because their metabolism is so low, it's almost what we call baseline levels, meaning that it's functioning just at the right level to maintain life function. Um, And when you don't eat a whole lot, what happens is your metabolism stays at that low point. So there's not much room for growth. There's not much room for you to experience higher energy levels and more importantly, to help your body work better. So eating regularly is really important. I know for me, I used to eat as soon as I woke up in the morning, particularly if I was training, if I was teaching, if I was doing something really active super early in the morning. And honestly, I am an early morning person, so I'm used to getting up early anyway. And sometimes I don't eat when I first get up. And that was a big change for me to make. It was more of a mindset change than it was a physical change for me. Because some mornings I get up and I'm just not hungry. And sometimes it's an hour or two after I wake up before I realize that I want to eat something. So, and that comes from being a detective and learning to listen to your body. The point is, is that I do eat something. I'm just being mindful of when my body's telling me that it's time. And that takes some time and some patience and some practice. But this is what I mean when I, when I talk about being a detective and knowing what works for your body. The one area that you really want to be aware of this, though, is that as you get into your day, it may be for some of us, if you get really busy, you're running behind in the morning, you get to the office and it's 10 or 11 o'clock and you're starving. And that's because you haven't taken time to be that detective and listen to your body. And so this is where being consistent really is helpful. So eating regularly, whatever that looks like, is a really big indicator of energy eating and your energy levels in general. So think about if you were to have the most ideal eating schedule, what would that look like? And when throughout the day 
could you eat at around the same time every day to help you function better? This is what eating regularly means to everyone. Now, eating regularly to one person may mean eating at 7 a.m. and then having a snack before lunch and then eating again at lunch. And for other people, it may look totally different. But by and large, the common thread across having good energy throughout the day is eating regularly, whatever that looks like for you. Strategy number two is to honor your hunger and being full cues. And what do I mean by that? I mean, don't wait until you're starving to eat. You know, recognize when you're hungry and listen to your body when your body's telling you that it's time to eat. That being said, it's also important to learn to understand, to honor when it is that you're full. And, you know, for the most part, it takes our brain about 20 minutes to realize that we're full. And this is why in most every weight management plan out there, most every reasonable, incredible eating plan that's out there will encourage you to eat slowly, will encourage you to chew your food, be mindful of what it tastes like, you know, and be aware of the fact that you're actually eating rather than just wolfing it down and eating quickly. You know, I, I see people, you know, so often they, they tell me they sit at their desk and they have 10 minutes to eat or 15 minutes to eat. And that's obviously a product of a lifestyle choice and also a product of a schedule choice. But what you have to understand, though, is that when you eat fast, you take away that ability to control and that ability to be aware of when you're full. Because if you're eating and all of a sudden you realize you're full, then most likely you've probably eaten too much. The key is to learn to eat to be satisfied, not to eat when you're, to when you're full. And that takes some practice. It really does take learning to be that detective for your body. So know when it is that you get hungry and honor that, but also know when it is that you're full or you're getting full and honor that as well. Um, and really what that comes down to is just flat out self-control and self-discipline. And that comes from learning to be a detective with your body. Um, strategy number three is to balance what it is that you eat. And I really felt compelled to go into a little detail with this particular strategy because there's so many plans out there that advocate eating one or two nutrients and that's all. Um, the keto plan, for example, focuses on eating protein and fat for the most part, drastically reducing carbs. Now, for some people, I know people who are on keto and who've had great results and they've been able to maintain those results. And that's great. But by and large, when you look at across the board, what works for good, sustainable energy for us throughout the day, it comes from eating a variety of foods. It comes from what's called balancing your plate. Some nutrition advocates will say eat a variety of color on your plate because color implies fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables should be a staple in your diet no matter what plan you're on. But learning to balance what it is that you eat and not limiting your choices to just one or two nutrients by far is going to go a long way to ensuring that your energy levels stay where they should be. So, you know, the U.S. federal government uh, for a long time was all about the five a day, five fruits and vegetables a day, five a day, five a day, five a day. That's what we heard. That's what we saw. There were even photos and visual images that you could use uh, to basically learn that. Um, and now the strategy is more than that. It's, you know, I believe up to 10 or 11 a day of fruits and vegetables. 
Now, there, there's a right and a wrong way to approach that. Obviously, we have to be mindful of our portion sizes, you know, and the good old eat in moderation strategy, which for, the, for most of us works really well, but for some of us, there's really not a moderation involved. And that's where just learning to balance out what we eat is probably a better strategy um, in the long run. Um, so balancing what you eat can look like eating, obviously, some protein every time you eat, eating some carbohydrate every time you eat, but making sure it's the right kind of carbohydrate, the kind of carbohydrate that keeps your blood sugar at a more level pace versus spiking it. There's a concept called the glycemic index. And if you Google it, there's most often anywhere you look, there are, there's usually a, a wide range of numbers. And all, a, all the glycemic index tells us is, is what effect what we're eating has on our blood sugar. So, for example, if you eat, say, a piece of white bread, white bread has a high glycemic index. It will immediately give you energy, but it will almost just as fast help your energy level drop because it has a high glycemic index. So we want to always strive for, for energy foods that have low to medium glycemic indexes for the main reason that it can help keep our energy stable and consistent. And I'll give you some examples of what those are shortly. But balancing what you eat can really is really important. So we want to balance what we eat, protein, carbs, fat, fruits, and vegetables, obviously. So, you know, a well-balanced diet um, really does go a long way for you. Strategy number four is snacks. And this is a, a personal thing for me because I'm a, I'm a firm believer and a big fan of snacks because, and there's, you know, some advocates out there who say snacks are not a good idea. The focus more on eating meals rather than snacks. I totally respect that. I know what works for me and what works for a lot of people that I work with. And that is using snacks as a bridge to a meal. And so I want to preface that by saying that if all you're doing is eating small snacks throughout the day, that may not be the best plan for you. If you notice your energy, you notice that you're always hungry, that your energy level is going up and down, or that you're getting that, you know, that midday crash almost too often, and maybe that crash is lasting longer than just a short while. Um, and that could be due to the fact that maybe you're not eating enough, or maybe we should take a look at how you're timing when you're eating, more importantly. But snacks can go a long way to keep your energy level high. For example, before you work out, you don't want to eat a meal. Maybe sometimes having a snack is a better approach. Maybe it's mid to late afternoon and you know you're going to be leaving work shortly or you're going to be moving on to the next, next task of your day and you're not ready to have your dinner yet and you just need something to get you to dinner. And this is where snacks can be really helpful. Now, for the most part, snacks work best when they're high protein, low carb. Why? Because protein help, helps keep us full. Protein helps keep us full. It keeps our blood sugar level. And it keeps us, you know, less likely to want to reach for something that's quicker energy, like a piece of candy or a soda or an energy drink. So, you know, it's, when you're thinking about what to eat as a snack, then keep that in mind. Sometimes a handful of almonds works, or sometimes some uh, low-fat cheese on a whole grain cracker can work. Um, sometimes a, a small spoonful of peanut butter or almond butter can work. Or maybe a piece of an avocado with some fruit would work. So, you know, thinking about, you know, something, you know, something high in protein, a lot of protein sources also have some fat in them. 
So keep that in mind when planning your snacks. And then my last tip for you is to simply remove from your eating what's actually taking your energy. And this is where so many people think the quick energy foods are actually what helps give you energy in the middle of the day. And that might mean making the trip to the vending machine. It might mean hitting Starbucks for a mid-afternoon coffee run. Um, It might mean hitting the candy bowl that sits in your office. Um, You know, it might be something else. So the, the key to this piece is to whatever is going to give us the quickest energy is most likely going to take our energy in the fastest way too. So we want to watch obviously the processed foods, snack foods, convenience foods, um, candy, um, sodas, energy drinks, things of that nature. We really want to limit those if at all possible. Now, if you're one every once in a while that you want to do that as a reward, I'm not going to tell you not to do that, but I am going to ask you to be very mindful And again, be a detective. What is it actually doing to your body? What does it feel like? And how fast does your energy seem to drop as a result of that? So keep that in mind. Generally speaking, eating foods that are better energy choices are going to keep your energy more consistent. And some of the best known sources for energy are obviously foods that are high in antioxidants. These are fruits, vegetables, sweet potatoes, you know, even quinoa, brown rice, brown rice isn't necessarily high in avocado, excuse me, high in antioxidants, but it is high in fiber and it has a low, is a carbohydrate with a low glycemic index as well as quinoa and sweet potatoes work well too. Generally speaking, white bread, white rice, white pastas, those are the carbohydrates that are considered that have refined sugars in them or processed items, if you will. So you want to really limit those if at all possible. Obviously, drinking water is a great way to give yourself energy. Keep in mind, water has to run through your digestive tract just like food does. Not only that, but it helps to clean you out, get rid of toxins, and it can literally give your, give yourself an energy boost. Bananas are a great energy food. Um, they do have a higher glycemic index, but they, they're loaded with nutrition, potassium, some magnesium, and all kinds of other good trace minerals, which really outweigh the fact that it has a high glycemic index, in my opinion. So a banana is a great snack before a workout. It's a great snack after a workout. It's a great snack first thing in the morning when you need a quick pickup. Um, So think about that. Oatmeal is another example of a carbohydrate that has a low glycemic index. What makes oatmeal have the higher glycemic index is when you buy the pre-sweetened oatmeals, usually the oatmeals that come in that are pre-packaged in envelopes. Um, It's best to add your own sweeteners to oatmeal, like fresh fruit, maybe a small little bit of honey um, or something along those lines. Um, One of my favorite things to do with oatmeal is to add some fruit, a spoonful of almond butter, and maybe even some egg whites to it as well. Or hard-boiled egg whites work really well too. Dark chocolate is a great energy food. You always want to look for dark chocolate that has at least 70% cocoa in it because that's where the good stuff is. Um, Generally speaking, milk chocolate has higher sugar and it's not as good for you as dark chocolate. And having said that, you want to be very aware, obviously, of your portion size. So a couple of squares sometimes in the middle of the afternoon can be a great pickup if you're really wanting something sweet, but you, you know, you're trying to stay away from the typical candy choices, then a piece of dark chocolate can go a long way. Fatty fish is a great energy food, salmon, tuna, cod, anything along those lines, not to mention it's loaded with other nutrients as well. 
This is a this energy food was a real surprise to me, but it's one of my favorites is edamame. Edamame are pea pods, and you can buy them frozen. You can you know, steam them in a microwave oven or in a traditional oven and dash with a teeny tiny bit of olive oil and sea salt. A serving of edamame can have up to 16 grams of protein, believe it or not. And that's a great energy snack because it's fairly low in calories and other things as well. Other fruits that make that are good choices for energy are apples. Apples have a low glycemic index because they're higher in fiber than a lot of other fruits. Oranges are also good. Oranges tend to have a little bit higher sugar content, but eating an orange itself usually is better than drinking a glass of orange juice for that reason because you're getting more fiber with it. Um, Hummus is a good energy food. Hummus is made of chickpeas primarily. Chickpeas are fairly high in fiber. They are considered a starch, so if you're doing keto, that is something you need to watch or be aware of. Um, But hummus on fruit or hummus on raw vegetables makes a great energy snack. Berries are also a good fruit snack, particularly because they are low in sugar. Strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, all of those are good choices. They are good choices to put in yogurt, which is another good energy food. And finally, avocado. Avocado is really a miracle food in a lot of ways. It's a great source of a healthy fat, but it also, it's great for a digestive tract bacteria, so it's really good for improving your gut health. Um, it's also good brain food because it's high in what's called medium chain triglycerides, which is a powerful brain food. Uh, not to mention that it will, it can't, eating avocado can help keep you full, so you're less likely to have that energy crash later. Um, Those are just some of my favorite energy foods and energy foods that most um, fitness experts will agree on are good for you. Now, having said that, depending on what your goals are for your eating, it is very important to be mindful of your portion size. Again, balancing your plate, eating regularly, drinking plenty of water, and really limiting the energy zappers, the sugar, the alcohol, the really high fast food fatty processed type foods. You know, you really want to keep those to a minimum if at all possible. And that is basically our our show on energy eating today. I hope this has been helpful for you. I want to remind you that you are always welcome to come over and join our exclusive private community right here on Facebook, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. All week long, we're going to be sharing information on energy eating, tips and strategies, expanding on a lot of what we've talked about here today. And also in our community, we're always wanting to share more relevant information with you. So that by far is the best place for you to join us and become part of our community. If you're not on Facebook, please head over to my website at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and click contact us and send me an email. I would love to know what works for you for energy eating and if you have any specific questions I can help you with. You are always welcome to reach out. We do. We also are opening our retreat calendar for the rest of this year. We are working on our retreats for the summer and for the fall. So we are going to be releasing that information very soon. Um, So if you are interested in doing any retreating with us, we would love for you to join us. Our retreats are life changing and it is a chance for you to do something positive for yourself while getting out of your current environment so that we can work on your actual self-care strategies and fitness strategies that can actually work for you in the long term. This is Allison Kautzkowski. Thank you for tuning in today to the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.